Welcome to Backstage, Small Church, Big Vision. Just because you're small doesn't mean you can't have big vision. If you're a small church leader and you want to have big impact, this podcast is for you. So let's get into it. What's up, Backstage Leaders? I'm Andrew Gravania. And I'm Kevin Gallahue. And today we're going to continue our discussion on assimilation. That's right. We're going to be talking about five steps of how to get someone from a guest to an inviter. But before we start that, make sure you hit the subscribe button and hit the bell so that you get all notifications of all the videos that we put out. So now let's get into Lose, Learn, Win. So Andrew, do you have any losses from this week? I always get my L's, take my L's. Um, so we've been training some people back in AV, right? Yep. And so I've been doing ProPresenter. ProPresenter 7, by the way, is amazing. It has so many cool features on it. Yes, but, it does. But the problem is, is if you forget a cool feature, it could screw you up. So I'm leading worship. Yeah. And we do preset um, cues for our lyrics uh, on Sunday. And so... So what does that mean for people who aren't... Who don't so understand. we use so basically we use Ableton uh, to run our tracks and clicks, and we use a MIDI queue that hooks up to our computer and you know in worship, yep. and it hooks up to our computer in AV okay. that has ProPresenter on it, and basically just runs the slides, so oh, nobody cool. has to touch. So nobody yeah. has to touch a lyric. Ooh, if you don't have somebody see. to do that, that's that's an awesome way to do it. Perfect. Yeah, and so I had that going. Yeah. But what I forgot to do is that ProPresenter 7 has a cool feature where you can add um, uh, you can add an action on a slide, right? Yeah. And so I forgot to add the action to clear the announcement slide. So every time a lyric would go, it would cue <laughs> trigger back to the announcements. Oh no. And so and so my, and then my and my dad is trying to go back there trying to fix it. And they kept messing up different ways. And then another video came up and then oh my gosh, it was a it was a disaster. I think I heard my dad like go, oh, what the heck? <laughs> In the back. <laughs> what song did it stop working on? What was the name of the song? Do you remember? Um My Testimony by Elevation. The first great song. song. I like that oh, song. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. Well, <laughs> this is my testimony. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> From lyrics to none. <laughs> <laughs> well, to my, to my win, yeah. uh, well, our church win, we had a person that came back there for the third time. Uh, it's a church. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's been developing some really good relationships in the church. They started loving the church, and our welcome team has been doing such a great job following Amazing. up on them. And that's assimilation, but people. Assimilation. That's right. <laughs> yeah, building relationships and and really giving that step by step process and yeah. and that uh, uh, it's been really well. It's been nice. going really good, man. That's awesome. So uh, I don't necessarily have a loss. Actually, what I do have is I took a loss from the past. I looked at it. I looked at the situation differently, and I adjusted it, and I turned it into a win. Um, so as a lot of you know, we do bridge kids services outside now to, you know, it's easier for parents to bring their kids if it's outside, if they feel more comfortable, understandable. Um, but we started adding worship dancing to the service. And so the kids weren't used to that at first. And, you know, we would have our volunteers, me, my wife, Teresa, we'd be up there looking a fool, (laughs) right? And the kids sometimes wouldn't be dancing. But on the drive to church, like this wasn't, I thought about it. It literally, like the Holy Spirit pop gave it to me in one moment. I just thought about it. I was like, maybe the dances we're doing are too complicated and they don't know the dance. So what if if for the the verse, the chorus, and the bridge, we have a specific 
dance thing that you can do. And we teach them that before the song and then like scream it out that we're going to do it during the song. So like as the chorus is coming, we could say, all right, everybody, make sure you put you pump your fists in the air for the, for the next part or something. And oh, my goodness, all the kids, the, the kids that were just sitting there like <laughs> two weeks ago, they were like, yeah. That's awesome. Oh my goodness, it was so amazing to, to just to see the kids because the kids are watching the, the videos at home and we have uh, lyric dance videos um, that we send out each and every week during our kids service videos but like but when they come they're not doing them but we we, we simplified it and we taught it to them before the song and now they're doing it. It's, right. it's amazing. Um, but yeah, so I, I took a loss and I adjusted it and I turned it into a win, which is the whole purpose of this segment is uh, how to lose and turn and learn from it and turn it into a win. So exactly. that's exactly what I did. Exactly what you did. Uh, but before we get into our main topic of the day of assimilation and the five steps, I just re want to remind everybody to follow us on all social media. Um, also, make sure you subscribe to us. Hit the bell so you get all notifications of every video that we put out. Um, if you are an audio listener, make sure that you give us a five-star rating and review if you feel like we're a blessing to you or we could be a blessing to someone else. And if you do think we could be a blessing to someone else, press share and just send them the video. All right. So let's get into the five steps of assimilation. If you missed last week's episode, we talked about what assimilation is and why we should do it. If you want to check that out, it's going to be right above Kevin's head. Right here. Boom, right there. And so now let's get into it. Five steps of how to get somebody from a guest to an inviter. Step one. Yep. Partner with the congregation. That's good. Don't wait to be the official greeter. Even if you're not a, a greeter or a welcome person, yep. you can still be that person. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be on a team, right? You don't have to be um, that greeter of the week. We are all the welcome team. And so if you're a leader or a That's pastor, right. you, can, you can encourage your congregation or you should encourage your con congregation to be that welcome person, to make relationships in the church and, and make some friends. It might be really cool. Yeah. It's, right? not, it's not wrong to say from the pulpit. <laughs> it, it really isn't. It isn't. It isn't. Right? Yeah. What well, we do it here at Connect Church, um, we do, well, so far, we started this video. I know you, because <laughs> we, we're in a, because we're in quarantine and, and you know, we're, we're in social distance COVID phase, right? <laughs> we did a video, a bumper video, right after the first song to basically, it's great. yeah, basically introduce yourself, wave to somebody for, it's like, what, 15 seconds? Yeah, Andrew's doing it. And it's, it's a I'm great idea. It. It's just cringy to me because I'm doing it. It's, it's a great idea. And he's like, he's like, oh, wave to people like this. Yeah. <laughs> Find some. <laughs> It's perfect. It's perfect. It is perfect. No, and it no, gets it's people, great. It's like a cool icebreaker, Yo, too. Oh, yeah. Right? I know a lot of churches that do it, especially big churches, they do like a, like a, a greet, greet three people in 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, three and 30, I've three heard it called. Three Remember, and you 30. told me about yeah, that. Yeah, three and 30. I love that. Yeah, something like that. Find somebody new. Introduce yeah. yourself. And that's such a cool way of partnering with your congregation, of yeah. um, making everyone comfortable. And it's not forced, but it's like an organic relationship with somebody. Yeah, uh, something like, uh, you know, when people are just, they just look. Sometimes when you're in the congregation, you can just not think about who's looking at you, and you're just like, 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, do your thing, right? The congregation can do their thing, but simple, just, just like, like, just maybe tell them, like, if you smile, it's a lot more welcoming to, to people who need Jesus. It is. It <laughs> yeah. is. If we look like a... You gotta like, make sure your church doesn't look like a boring group of people. Yeah. Like, make it make it fun. <laughs> Jesus make it is fun. He is fun. Who created He's alive. Sorry. Listen, listen. If you yeah, think we're the only ones that are fun and God's not, come on. Yeah. Right? Have fun in church. Make sure make sure that we we, we make our congregation feel like, you know, ha- make them have fun. How what's a what do you think is a good way to for our for our backstage leaders here to uh, implement that though because it's easy to say let's say it from the pulpit it's easy yeah. to say oh tell people to not just look dull be smiling and wave but what's what's a what's a good way that a pastor who's listening could start implementing that tomorrow yeah i think one great way is if you have a small group or small group leaders mm-hmm. or if you are one you can you can um practically teach them and and partner with them in their small group where you can yeah. teach them, it's hey, good. hey, you know, if if you see somebody like this is our because small groups where you show your your heart, the mission, the vision of the church, yep. right? Yep. And you talk about what our heart is. If our hearts to get people to come to the church, yep. stay in the church, serve in the church, and then invite somebody, right? Yep. How do you get somebody to do that? And we talked about how making a relationship with people. And so if you yep. teach the people in your small group to, um. Find somebody that's new Find on someone Sunday. New. Yeah. You know, if you see somebody that's new, go and introduce yourself. Yeah. If you're a small group leader who's been trying to do that, and maybe your pastor's been telling you to tell your small group leader to do that, that's a good idea. And if your pastor's telling you to do that, that's amazing. Um, but if you're that small group leader who's struggling with like, oh, but I keep telling them week in, week out, but they're not doing it. Practice what you preach. Yeah. Grab them along. Say, hey, 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 hey. Remember last week I was talking about how we, you could talk to newcomers when they come in, but you were saying, oh, it's too hard. I don't know how to. Well, just follow me, right? Sometimes it's easier to talk to a newcomer when there's multiple of you. It's not just one-on-one, and it can feel sometimes really, really pressure to, like, like entertain that. the new person, right? Yeah. So, like, if you get, have pull someone in your small group aside and do it, it will be easier for them. Yeah, and again, again, like, we're learning with you, and so... I've had so I don't know about you, but I had so many so many times where I just like where it kind of feels forced, right, yeah. to talk to somebody, yeah. and it's weird, right? And, and that's I, such a cool yeah. way of like you said, it's like it's it's like they don't feel pressured. It's you like already a have one-on-one. rapport. You yeah. already have rapport with the person. Like if I'm like if if Andrew's in my small group, I say, listen, come with me. I already have a relationship with you. Yeah. So that if if something falls stale and weird and awkward with the newcomer, we could just talk to one another and bring them in sort of thing. Yeah, and so and that visitor's going to be like, hey, those guys are cool. I'm coming back. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> a great way to do it. Um, but step two would be have a place for them to go. Yeah, so it's very important to have a place for your newcomers to go. Um, it's really easy for churches to not really think about that. It's easy for us to say, okay, well, if you're a visitor, newcomer, whatever you want to call them, uh, come in, sit in the seat, and then just leave. That's not strategic, that's not intentional, and that's not great assimilation. Have a welcome center. Have a place, uh, have somebody man the welcome center. Don't uh, don't don't just have it be a place where papers are there to talk about the ministries that you offer. Have somebody there to get their contact information. And don't turn it into a checklist. Don't turn it into, okay, what's your name, your number, your your email address? 
you know, and you can give them a form to do that, and that's fine. Right. That's actually more practical, let's be honest, because, like, if they tell you their phone number, you're not going to remember it. So you need to do that. But for stuff like if they have kids, you want to make sure the, the youth uh, the youth pastor can contact them. You want to make sure the children's pastor can contact them. If they mention that, oh, at another church I've done worship, maybe you want to send them to the worship pastor. Um, but make it organic. Talk to them. Say, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Uh, you know, I see you have a, I see you have a, a kid there. Uh, how old is he or her? And then, you know, if, it, if the child is children's ministry age give information to the children's pastor let the children's pastor reach out to them right right and so but that also brings us to uh, an, another important part of this if you have somebody manning the welcome center where they're getting um, information about them organically and that's the key part organically don't turn into two checklists just have a conversation with them get to know the people have some form of system maybe like a google sheets a google doc maybe planning center i don't know whatever you Love do it. you just need to organize who's coming in and out of your church their information so that you can give it to the pastor or to the ministry leader who needs to assimilate them who needs to contact them who needs to follow up with them there needs to be a place for them to go and and getting all of that information is important and if you have someone at a welcome center that's where you're going to get that information so that's why it is very 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 important to have a place that is strategic and intentional in your sanctuary and your hobby and your welcome area that is specifically for guests and visitors that is manned to talk to the new people coming in that's good and yeah. and you know it's like also make sure that you have somebody there that's happy that's happy. Yes. Because I, yes. I know sometimes people, I feel like, I don't know, my church, some, uh, in the beginning, it felt like people were getting forced into it. And you have someone who's not bubbly some, and not smiley, and they're getting wants, the job done, but. Who, wa who wants to, yeah, exactly, who wants to come to the church? Yeah, but it's like, no. Yeah. So it's putting people where, where their best fit is also amazing. And if you have somebody that's that loves to meet new people, that loves to connect yeah. with people. Welcome Center is a great spot for them. Perfect for right? them if they have a bubbly attitude or they just smile constantly. Yeah. Or or maybe someone needs to fake it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you may maybe not you, you may have, not have that volunteer who's naturally bubble. Bubbly. But make sure they make sure they know they have to fake it. <laughs> yeah, make sure they know they need to fake it. I worked at Chick-fil-A. We we're taught to do that. My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um But that brings us to our our third step. Step right. three, follow up. Follow up. Yeah, so just follow up with them. And there's no wrong or right way to to follow up with someone. Just follow up. We follow give examples. Up. Like you could text them because mm -hmm. now you got your con now you got their contact. Especially if you have a planning center. If you did step two correctly, yep. Yes, you got their contact. You maybe have you might have their address. Some you know something to contact them with, right? You got their phone number, so you could text them. You can call them. You can email them if you have your email into the, in their in their contact. And you can also I like this. You can give them a handwritten letter. Yeah. It, it, in, in this day and age, you know, where we talk about all the time, it's, it's like texting and, and calling could be, it, it's it's common. So when you give a handwritten letter, it could feel a lot more personal. Yeah. And so I can cur I'll encourage you guys, if you can, once in a while, send a handwritten letter. A while, yeah. You know, somebody might be like, actually take it the, uh, in a really good way and be like, hey, this church cares me about that much. Yep. They give me a handwritten letter yep. with my name on it. That's, that's awesome. pretty sweet, right? And so that's something that maybe somebody wants to come back for. It's important to follow up with that. Uh, have a leader or or those in, in small groups connect with them. 
Yeah. Um, connect with them into a small group. They, so they can, you know, develop a, a relationship with somebody. Yep. They might meet a friend there, wh whatever it is, or relate with somebody that's, you know, that when they're new. Um, and you can follow, it doesn't just have to be in person, right? It, yeah. it can be over text over the week. Yeah, that's text why them. step two is very important. Get their information. You have to be able to follow, information to follow up. Yeah, just follow up. Follow up. It's so important. You can do. I know. I know. You talk. We talked about also pizza with pastor. Pizza I think it's such an amazing, amazing. You want to yeah. talk? You want to talk about that? Because yeah. I know you had a really good experience. Yeah. With it. So we we used to do. I worked at a church in Philly. We would do something like this pizza with a pastor where. Um, the church was a little bit larger and we would get about 30 newcomers that came that month. We would contact them about two, three times, about four times once a week and remind them that this upcoming Sunday afternoon is pizza with the pastors where you could come learn about the church, learn about the pastors, learn about our mission and our vision. It's just a way to clearly communicate who we are and why you as a newcomer should come on board because we're doing some amazing stuff. Yeah. It's personal. It's, it's intentional. It's and and you get to know the pastor, which yeah. is important. At the church we I'm at now, Bridge, we do something similar called Bridge 101. It's perfect. We we don't call pizza with the pastor, but we get pizza. We sit down. We just talk, and we get to know the person. It's great being at a at, at a level where we can sit down with like five or six people and get to know them personally, and then plug them in. Yes, so important. Perfect. So important. That's right. Um, but for sure, uh, that brings us to our next step. Step four is plug them in. So plug them in. Yes. The most important part of this step is that you do not waste time. If they've expressed any interest of being plugged into a small group, into a ministry, take the responsible precautions, right? Do a background check, get to know them. Um, but don't waste time. Start the process of getting them to serve and to be plugged into the church today because quickly somebody who has talent, somebody who has leadership qualities, they would leave your church if you're not using them. I'm not going to lie. That's just reality. If they've expressed an interest of being plugged in deep into, into your church and you guys aren't capitalizing on that, you're going to lose them. Yeah. Don't waste time. Um, I would say one of the first and, and important things to do is get them into a small group. Um, I hope your church is doing small groups. That's a fantastic way to disciple your church and also to communicate the mission and the vision a little bit more intentionally. Um, get them plugged into a small group and be smart about that, too. Um, we're a church of about 100, excluding kids. We have about, I don't know, I want to say four, four or five small groups, but they've all naturally become their own thing. Like we have a, we have one that's like, it's not exclusive, but it turned out that we have a small group that's for newly married young adults. So like if, if somebody comes in and they're newly married young adults, get the small group leader to talk to them, to communicate with them. If they're a little bit older and you have a group that's, that's so happens to be a little bit more older, talk to them be strategic about it but get them plugged in today get them serving um again i'm not saying put a non-believer up on stage to play bass i'm not saying put someone who hasn't been background checked in children's ministry today right but what i'm saying is start the process uh you brought this up earlier allow them to shadow potentially like if they want to do something in av allow them sit in the sound booth yeah. and watch you mix the, the sound in the house uh watch uh allow them to watch how you do the the lyrics the slides pro presenter um in some way in some way plugging them in right will keep them 
staying at the church. Yeah, they're going to start to get they feel rooted. Value. Yeah, the, and they, that's what they needed. You need to imagine if they're, if they're a plant. If their roots aren't growing deep, they're going to be easily taken yes. out of the ground. You need them to plant roots. And so shadowing is a good way to do it. Now, also, don't just put, don't just fill a position. Be strategic about it. Like, right. we, like you said earlier. Clean the bathrooms. I don't know. Yeah, yeah if it's <laughs> they clean want the bathroom, that's fine. Making coffee. Show up 15 minutes early to, sh to make coffee is fine. Perfect. But don't put someone who's like naturally like stank face or whatever right. necessarily <laughs> in, in greeting. I'm going to be no. honest, right? People think, oh, put them to, to wave and say hi to people. No. They're the face of your church when someone new comes Deport. in. You want them to be naturally bubbly and and hell. And if the, if you don't have somebody like that, I worked at Chick Fil A. You train. You can. You can you train. Can, you could train that some way. My somehow. pleasure. That's right. My pleasure. Um, but also, <laughs> and this is important to me as a pastor, and I and I know it's important to you too. If that person has leadership qualities and, and potential, take advantage. That is someone that God has given you that could be a potential pastor in your church. That is someone that God has given you that could be a potential uh, person who could have a calling into ministry. You do not know the potential for someone until they are assimilated in. Take advantage of people with leadership qualities. Yeah. Because we, as, a, as pastors, we are all about developing leaders. Because someone with leadership qualities... If, you're, if they're not getting plugged in, they're going to quickly leave and find somewhere else where they can get plugged in. Yeah. That's and, right. It, and, that's, and that's what it is. That's what you need, man. And so we go to our last step, step five, inviter. That's right. Inviter. People aren't fully assimilated unless they're inviting their friends, their family, or strangers. Yep. They're, they haven't fully bought into the, the mission and vision of the church, right? It's got to be the mission and vision of the church has to be getting other people to bring people to the church, yep. expanding the family of God, expanding yep. the church so we can... All about life change. Yeah, so we can um, get the message to people, right? And so it's important to encourage people to invite people, to invite their fans, to, uh, fr uh, family and their friends and strangers. Uh, it's it, it can be hard, but if you use these steps, it, it can be so valuable to, yeah. to the church and to your life. Now, these five steps are not just like the one way to do it, right? No. We've done research. We've pulled out our own personal experiences. Um, use your culture. You know your culture better than we do. Maybe some of these things won't work, but f apply it, right? If if you have a, an older congregation in an older area, maybe texting them won't necessarily be the best way to officially contact them. Right. Maybe email, maybe calling them, maybe handwritten letters would be. Uh, uh, find a way to apply this to you. It's not it's not the, the number one way to do it, but these are just the five steps that our research and experience say works really well. Yeah, and we hope this really does help you guys. I mean, yep. we, we've, like, like we said, we've we've gone through it all, whether it's texting, calling, following yep. up people. Yep. Um, but relationship, the whole point is relationships matter. Relationships is know, key. Get to know your visitors. Get to know the people that walk into yep. the church. Uh, you never know who you might affect and who sure. might come to your church. And so now let's get into the question of the week. All right, so question of the week. Would you rather fly or be invisible? I'd rather be invisible. You know why? Why? I could I could figure out who my real friends are uh, and which sister I'd like more. So if you're listening, 
Be careful whoa. what you say. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you, you get to know what people think about you when you're not there. Weird. Also, you could go to the zoo and you could pet animals that you've always wanted to pet. I've always wanted to, to pet a, a giraffe. I don't know why. Imagine petting a lion. That'd be sick. That'd be that's really good. sick. But yeah, that's, that's why good, I. But would you're crazy be, though. I'd be. I definitely fly, bro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why though? I don't know. I why? Just, I don't want bugs in my mouth. <laughs> just keep your mouth closed. Uh, Listen, if Superman looks so, like that cool flying, he does look cool. I'm flying. He can even like turn back time because he goes. That's what I'm saying. How yeah. fast? It's cool. Imagine you could fly that fast. That'd be sick. I get it. Right? You have to fly fast in order to fly. I know. I know. If, listen. Fly. Listen, so I'd rather be invisible. Andrew would rather fly. Um, let us know what you would rather do in the comments below. But also, if you are a pastor or ministry leader, if there is a step to assimilation that we might have missed or that you feel like uh, didn't work for you, let us know in the comments below. Let, let us know any thoughts, anything you have. Because, again, we're on the journey with you. Yes. Like I said earlier, this is not like... Do step one, step two, three, four, five, and that's perfect it. assimilation process. No, that's not no. it. There's, assimilation is dirty. You get into the into the muck Absolutely. of things. You get to learn people, and you get into the nitty gritty of their lives. So there are some things that we might have not put here. But if you have something, please let us know. We would love to uh, to learn because we're learning just like you are. Right. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week, and we're out. <laughs>